Paging Mr Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. Come in, Harry Potters. I'm getting something. Is that a Harry Potter on the line? You shouldn't tell Potterfiles to come in, Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and we're off and racing. (laughs) This is a paging Mr. Potter podcast. (laughs) The podcast where we say terrible, terrible things, and we also review one page of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone every week. And I'm proud to say we finished chapter one this week. Yay! Oh my! We God. all did. Let's say who we are. I'm Nathan. My name is Andrew. Reading. And together, <laughs> we're the Page Mister Potter podcast. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah! So one chapter down. How many? How many pages was it? It was. Um, Is this the thirteenth week. Yes. Well, an ominous number. Ooh. Yes. Spooky. Black page thirteen. <laughs> Um, yes, congratulations to all, not just us. I mean, we're patting ourselves on the back as we speak. <laughs> we did a lot of the heavy lifting. Yes. I mean, compared to what you, the listener, does in this podcast, we do a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Except maybe um, Lloyd Ruz. <laughs> yes. Who I'd like to shout out to um, one, of our, fan. one of our potophiles and super fans, um, Lloyd Ruz. You might remember him from... Uh, a few episodes ago when he wrote in and said that his Patronus was a magpie. Yep, the famous magpie Patronus. Exactly. So um, he's uh, he's actually had a few... Do you want to get them up, Reading? Yeah, he's I'm just like, getting them up now. Got a few pointers. Few. We like to start every episode by just going through the things we got wrong <laughs> in the last episode. <laughs> yeah. and um, Choose up a lot of the pod. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, our errors. Yeah. <laughs> The pod is mostly errors and correcting errors. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then making fresh errors. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So last week, you might remember, we spent a bit of time wondering um, why the magical world didn't have any police. (laughs) Uh, We were quite critical of that. (laughs) I thought we had a really good point I'm pretty sure Nathan said, this is why Voldemort is running around killing people. (laughs) It's because they don't have any police in the wizarding world. (laughs) And, okay, turns out that might not have been correct. <laughs> As Lloyd pointed out um, in his first point, magical police are called auras, pretty <laughs> integral to the plot. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, okay. I see Lloyd's brought a bit of spice and sass to 2019 as well. <laughs> I still don't think, okay, we were kind of wrong. Well, but yeah, definitely. My understanding, <laughs> please correct me if I'm wrong. Because um, you haven't even seen the most recent movies where auras are very integral. To no, I don't know. But aren't auras like auras like the murder detective police, right? You they're think like, they're more like. Um, well, the thing is, so they're not dealing with organized crime. Exactly. Well, they're not the ones <laughs> directing traffic and so, that kind of. <laughs> they're not lollipop men. <laughs> you don't call like the SVU. <laughs> But isn't that what the point you were making was that we didn't have anyone to stop Voldemort? Well, no, but the other point I was making was... Um, he was making another point, Reed. <laughs> when, when they were dropping Harry off at Petunia's or whatever, I was like, yeah. surely this they should have told the police. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's like, not a job for the auras. So. so the auras are more like, they're not, they're not bobbies on the beat. No. They're more like, um, you know, like... They, they investigate murders and stuff exactly. like that. Is that right? Yeah. Well, but, I, but I don't think that's true. No, they don't investigate, do they? Be. Don't they? They've 
they're very powerful. Yeah, but they're going after the people. the big fish. I don't think they your are. Voldemort's though. your Grindelwalds. No, because think about in Fantastic Beast when they're like going after them, him for having some animals or whatever. He got in trouble for just yeah. That's animals. a great point. That's not crime. I mean, it's it's petty crime. Sure, <laughs> which is very in line with what police do a yeah. lot of the time. Exactly. Well, we've Point cleared that up then. <laughs> so thanks, Lloyd, totally for that. Um, he also has uh, sent in a catchphrase, which we asked for. He said, uh, Minerva McGonigal's catchphrase should be, you're getting on my nerves. I think that's very strong. Yeah, it's oh, very getting strong. on my nerves. Yeah. Oh, and my nerves is getting on the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Probably to calm her nerves. <laughs> <laughs> to calm her to calm her nerves. <laughs> So it really works on many, many levels. Yeah, bravo, Lloyd Ross. Yeah, and he's he set the bar very high. He has set oh, the bar very absolutely. high. And um, he's also, just another quick shout out to Lloyd for um, playing the Paging Mr. Potter theme song at a year 12 graduation, <laughs> in which so, he was the uh, keyboardist. Did we mention yes. it? No, we didn't. We never spoke we, about no, this? No, we did and we cut it. Oh, <laughs> oh right, did we? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> very um, cool. So, yeah, thanks, Lloyd. And yeah, major, major potophile right there. <laughs> Huge potophile. Someone <laughs> needs to be informed. <laughs> Someone should tell the aura. An aura needs to be told. <laughs> yeah. There's another potophile on the loose. Uh, yeah. So, thanks for the. Uh, we love our fan interaction. I know. Is, so is Lloyd Ruz, if you do want to write in again, is Lloyd Ruz your first name or is it just Lloyd? Yeah, let us know. L- let us know, Lloyd. Yeah. Is that a new segment? Probably not. <laughs> let us know, know Lloyd. Just ask him questions. <laughs> sure. There are four members of the podcast now. <laughs> the other day I actually went through like, I was trying to rack my brains and try and think of all of the different segments we've had on the pod. And I think there are actually more segments than episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and most of them we've only ever done once. Some of them we haven't even done once. <laughs> Should we, we go through the list? <laughs> yeah, okay, let me get them up. <coughs> this might not be exhaustive. And again, because maybe the potophiles can let us know which was to fucking cull. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah. I mean, statistically and using logic, <laughs> they can't all be good. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> And using our past uh, record, you wouldn't think <laughs> yeah. any of them would be good. Um, okay, so we've got a few of these. Uh, spell of the week, obviously. Um, owl facts. Mm-hmm. I think we only ever did We've one. done two. Oh, no, we've now. done two of those. Nathan Nathan more that. owl facts. Nathan yeah. did that horrible one two weeks ago about disemboweling. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. not even possum. a fact. I just found the <laughs> gross, rotting corpse of a possum. No, less, oh. less cat stuff. And people wanted more cat stuff was the result of oh, the poll. Oh, that's right. We did a poll on Facebook. Um, asking if people want more or less dead cat information and we got a resounding more. Well, I asked them if they want the same or more. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, I apologise. Less was not an option. No. Um, so head over to the uh, Facebook page. There's a lot of fun stuff on it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some more of our uh, segments. We have We Do Ron Ron Ron. Oh, done that yeah. a few times. Um, answers from JK. We've done a few of those. Is she, you can't keep her away from the pod. Oh, no, she's funny. <laughs> Non-stop. I think she pocket-dialed me the other day. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we've also got Um Magic Much. <laughs> Not, that's barely a game, that one. And I, and I think we've done it a few times. We have Vernon Dursley Job Hunting, which was his LinkedIn. Do we have any stuff. updates on that? Uh, maybe I'll have a look and get back to you on that Okay, one. maybe on the next <laughs> To be honest, I haven't <laughs> logged into Vernon Dursley's LinkedIn account in a while. Guys, is maybe this, he's hired. Is this good content or is this just us planning the podcast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. I think you're right. Mm. Let us know. Th- thanks for catching me there. <laughs> We've uh, got planning the Potter pod. That's a popular <laughs> segment. <laughs> there's a, anyway, the point is there's quite a lot more. Um, I won't go on with that. 
Uh, so, Reden, what happens on this bloody page? On this page, well, oh wow, guys, I reg- <laughs> I regret to inform you. Well, okay, there's two things. Two things. Firstly, a cause for celebration in that we have gotten to the end of chapter one. Congratulations, everybody. No one said we could do it. Yes. No one, no, no one said we should do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Please. So you've got enough time. I mean, no one actually said anything. No one, <laughs> no one was aware of it. <laughs> so that is the little nugget of happiness to get us through this absolute train wreck of a page. Mm. Um, okay. The, in the first half of the page, um, the final, the closing words of chapter one... Um, What's her name? The Petunia. J- J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Is it Petunia? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The Dursley. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, she opens up the door and screams because there's a baby that's been negligently left there by a bunch of wizard crackheads. Yeah. Um, and she's not stoked about it. And there's no like, I don't think there's any, is there a letter on it? No, there is. Um, there's a letter next to the baby, which I assume explains why there's just a random baby on their doorstep. Um, and... Across the country, after defeating he who shan't be named, um, people say, hold a toast. What do they do? Raise a toast to Harry Potter, the boy who lived. And that brings us to the end of chapter one. Yeah. Guys, uh, I've got some bad news. What? We're back to the Dursleys. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) There's a lot more Dursleys to come. Guys, we only just got out of the Dursley era. (laughs) That was a little, little... Haste of magic. (laughs) And we're back to the fucking reign of terror of the Dursleys. And if my memory serves me correctly, we've got so much Dursley to get through before we get to Hogwarts. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Fuck. But but look, I think... Look, yes, you're right. And you should be concerned. But Harry's a magical boy, Mm -hmm. right? We know this. Yeah. He's got a whole book series named after him. And I I think... He's going to do some really cool stuff in the next <laughs> chapter. I reckon he's going to be really awesome to read about. I'm really excited, guys. I, so can't, I can't wait. I just cannot wait. He's got his hopes to possible cool stuff <laughs> on the part of Harry Potter. That's as good as it might get. I honestly feel a bit deranged. Like, I'm concerned. So, if you're listening to the pod, which you are, because obviously. Um, <laughs> but, but thanks for clarifying. hear it. We've probably got mm, maybe till June until we get to something good again. Don't say that <laughs> so out loud. In. So strapping because it's going to be us trying. We're going to have to make up so much more backstory about the <laughs> yeah. Dursleys. We've already said so much that it wasn't there. Yeah, oh, absolutely not there. Um, but what, oh, well. if we want to get into the nitty and gritty of what does happen, um, sure Aunt Petunia wakes up Harry. That's it That's all that happens Guys that's it Yeah But but this is 10 years later Right So So as we mentioned last week Chapter 2 does start On the same page As um, chapter 1 ending In the um, Legitimate book version That we have And so It's important to note That chapter 2 10 years has passed 10 years has passed And she's sort of Re-establishing You know The Dursley Household Things have changed Quite a lot No that's the point well, she makes it quite clear that very little has changed. <laughs> That's oh, one of the biggest points of the page. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Privet Drived had hardly changed at all. Literally the first sentence of the chapter. Yeah, but, 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 but. <coughs> you're, you're forgetting, right? 
I'm doing a literal interpretation. Yeah, exactly. She has a dog in this fight, okay? She doesn't want the truth to get out there. I reckon mm. a lot's happened in 10 years. Where was Vernon Dursley 10 years ago? Oh, that's right. Shutting down a factory? Yeah. How can nothing happen in 10 years? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot must have happened. And, and if, she, if she doesn't have the balls to write it down, well, yes, I will guess. Yes, we will. <laughs> we will fill in those blanks. We will jump to conclusions. <laughs> and that's what we'll be doing. We will do your work for you. As we, as we traverse this boring fucking chapter. That's what we'll be doing. Okay. What are they trying to hide? Why would they? Why would JK want to just skip ten years? What is it? JK trying to hide something? Is it I the mean, Dursleys trying to hide something? It's not. An, it can't be an arbitrary choice. She's obviously something's happened in those ten years that she didn't no, write. JK well. doesn't make arbitrary choices. No. On a whim. <laughs> we know yeah. that about her. <laughs> well, except she did say she decided to <laughs> write that tweet or whatever on Pottermore about um, the wizards shitting themselves. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's from memory when we called her up, she said that was because she was. She'd been on the bags with um, <laughs> McGonagall. But Didn't anyway. Burn. So the start of the book was in the early 80s, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So well, skip 10 on, years. I think we're in like 91. Oh, the year of my birth, 91. Mm-hmm. Harry's probably watching a lot of MTV, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, Grunge TRL. music. Grunge music. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt He's Kurt probably Bain. got a little band. Yeah, he probably does. You're right. <laughs> I can't wait to find out. A song that you yeah. might dig up, Nathan, <laughs> from Harry's band. Terrifying. <clears throat> Harry's grunge band, yeah. Harry's grunge face. And also, you think about it, right? Like a lot of um, disenfranchised kids. It's angry music. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's angry music. And he has a lot to be upset about. He's an orphan, number one. That's rough. The Gulf War. Gulf War. <laughs> exactly. Um, he was so against that. <laughs> I mean, he's 10, so... But he's, he was fucking right against that. He got involved with politics at an early age. Harry's whole childhood was like just... He was brought up in extremely tumultuous times. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. He was hardened by the fire. <laughs> I think he was. <laughs> he's forged What's in the fire. fire? <laughs> forged in fire, that's the one. <laughs> the Harry Potter story. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say hardened in fire? Yeah, something like that. There is some I saying. That's an erotic yeah. fan fiction. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm very I'm I am really intrigued to see how has Harry turned out because we find out <laughs> is it yeah, we, we even from the very opening of this chapter you can tell that things are not great. There's there's not a lot of love lost between Petunia and Harry. No. Um and I I'm really intrigued to see this. So so I think we've put a bit of a dampener on this chapter which admittedly is going to take us many months to finish and <laughs> that means many hours for you as the listener. To have to listen to, but I actually think there's there's going to be a lot to unpack. Here I about. think I think possibly Petunia had invested a lot in Harry's band, and Harry being oh. the little slacker that he is, <laughs> as soon as he wasn't amazing at the guitar straight away, I reckon he's just thrown in the towel. Yeah. Well, he's Gen X, isn't he? He's Gen oh, X. Gen X. So. He's a slacker. He's just he's slacker. Lazy. Yeah. yeah. So he's like seen Kurt Cobain and <laughs> Pearl Jam and. <laughs> Other bands. What have you? What have you? <laughs> what have you? One of my favourite bands. <laughs> <laughs> he saw What Have You live at Webley. I think my two favourite bands from that era were You Am I and What Have You. <laughs> <laughs> what Have You is the worst name for it's a band. the worst band name ever. <laughs> what have you? <laughs> what? What? 
<laughs> have you? <laughs> We've got any budding musicians out there and they want to pen one of uh, a new song by What Have You and send it in. <laughs> would love to hear it. Uh, what have you? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <So he's> le- <laughs> Outstanding band. He's watched What Have You. He wants to try to learn the guitar and then thinks, oh, it's easy, you know, strum a few chords. Yeah, he's like, I'm the boy who freaking lived. <laughs> now I'm the boy who shreds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't wait for the illustration for this episode. What, what do you guys think of the boy who lived as a little epithet? It's like, terrible. Everyone lived. <laughs> everyone living or dead who was a male was a boy who lived. So stupid. <laughs> Nothing. Surely he's the yeah. boy who survived murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone lives before they die. Yeah. They die? The boy who lived. <laughs> yeah. Everyone lives before they die. <laughs> Oh, good lord! So, yeah, he does I, need a better name. The boy who survived is much more accurate. The boy who survived murder, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah it's a little bit more to say, granted, but <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, good lord! So yeah, Harry's in his grunge phase. Um, what else is happening? He, he, well, he's gotten. Here's the thing: like Petunia wakes him up. Is he just being typical Gen X? Maybe it's bloody one p.m. Yeah, and it's about see, time to get up, Harry. Maybe she's not such a bad lady after all. See, the, impl- the implication here is that he's like, you know, that the Petunia's like hounding him, like making waking him up early and all this mm. stuff. But you're right. Maybe, I mean, he's probably just like, whatever, dude. Like, you know, that's probably his attitude. He's got that, yeah. he's got that kind of too, too cool for school kind of attitude. <laughs> yeah, he is a bit <laughs> like that. Yeah. What do you guys think of the chapter title for chapter two, The Vanishing Glass? Oh, yeah. I had no idea what the fuck that <laughs> yeah. referred to. It sounds like just a shitty regular human muggle magic trick. Like, yeah. here's the glass, gone. It sounds very crude. Like a very crude magic trick. Yeah, yeah. Not the Vanishing Glass. It's just like up his, <laughs> yeah. he just knocked it off the table. Glass is already like... What was that to first, say? <laughs> was the first chapter The Boy Who Lived? Is that what it was called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. Maybe. You don't know that. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe check. Um, For those not in the room, Nathan just said yes very it confidently. Is, but it is the boy who lived. Also shrugged his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one is the boy who lived. Okay. Oh, nailed it. So the boy who lived. Now we did meet the boy who lived. The vanishing glass. I'm excited to meet this this glass. <laughs> yeah. Could it be composer Philip Glass? <laughs> yeah. Was he around yet? Was was Harry into <laughs> Philip Glass? Yeah, I think that's more, a bit more avant-garde yeah, than Harry's band. He was only 10 years old, wasn't he? So it's probably a little bit much for... Um, mm. Philip Glass is a bit more of an acquired taste. He loved the sort of the energy of, of the of the, of the the Seattle grunge scene. <laughs> I don't know who Philip Glass is at all. Uh, he's like a... I think like that's his name. I'm not 100% sure. No, nah, he is. Yeah. He makes weird... That's a person. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Look, we don't know anything about Harry Potter, but we know a little <laughs> bit about music. And Philip Glass is a real person. Ah, uh, okay. So we maybe okay. So we finished chapter one. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe we could just do a quick summary of what actually happened in chapter one. Yes, get everyone back. Yeah, just on track just, a bit because you know obviously every week we can't always recap everything that's happened. A lot is going on, mm. but uh, maybe I think that is a good idea at the end of each chapter just to yeah. <laughs> so every bring f- us up to speed. Every few months, right? <laughs> <laughs> just do a little little summary. Okay, so we begin with uh, the Dursleys, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, and we find out very early on that they're not into extraordinary things. They don't like uh, anything out of the ordinary. Mm. And Vernon goes to work 
um, at the factory where they make drills. And we found out, or we, you know, through some external research, found out that he is actually a huge um, capitalist pig mm-hmm. and is looking to shut down the factory and move the entire workforce of grunting drills to uh, the Asia Pacific. Yeah, I believe so. I believe he's been in contact with Cho Chang's family. Yeah, with Cho Chang's family. Own very uh, many factories. I believe the major players in this was Cho Chang's family, (laughs) obvious Oriental connections. John Howard, um, a real thought leader in the in the in in the Asia Pacific region. (laughs) And, uh, of course, Margaret Thatcher. Yes. Whose uh, reign of terror was... Really spearheaded the whole thing. Absolutely. It was behind the whole thing. Kind of <gasps> came up with the idea, to be honest. Just reminds me, now we're in, I think, the most important element of the book that we have to recognise is we're in a post-Thatcher era now in Chapter 2. That's huge. And yeah. what, what are the implications of that? Now it's Tony Blair? Probably, Probably not. No, not yet. It would be... <laughs> Oh, We're heading towards... Yeah, you know, Blair's coming up. <laughs> in that direction. I don't know all the British Prime Ministers I of that year. I think of two. <clears throat> it was Gordon Brown, I think. Was that later? That earlier? was later. Yeah. That was later, wasn't it? I think we were just too young to know <laughs> yeah. before Tony Blair. Okay, but, so that... Anyway, yeah. so what, what happens after that? Uh, fuck. Then we meet Harry. Harry. No, then... Fuck. No, there was a cat. Oh, Dumbledore. There's a cat. There's a definite cat. There's a cat. There's Dumbledore... Um, yeah. Crackhead McGonagall We meet That's Harry right. Potter They take lots of drugs Yeah um, And then they leave a baby In the street Yes And we find <laughs> out that the baby's parents Have been killed by Some bad Bad dude Yeah Who isn't named Yeah Well he is a few times But also <laughs> Shouldn't be named apparently For some, for reason. some reason And um, And now we're here And now we're here So that's pretty much all that's happened In the last three months Yes so God, we went through it so carefully in so much detail, and that was our summary. That's the math. Yeah, that's the total summary. <laughs> and let's not forget that almost everything we said doesn't actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that was between the lines. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, sure. It does happen, but, but that's it's how it's written. That's how JK one. wants you to. All right. Well, Guys. I, I, yeah, let's start your terrible game. I'm scared. It's He's not got a, game. a big grin on his face. Okay, guys, I have often I say to you, I'm an investigative journalist. Yeah, I have heard that many times come out of your mouth. And have I ever let you down with that? Almost every time. Okay. Well, you've never been an like you've never done an investigative. Well, that ends today. And Nathan, before we start, you are a lawyer, and so this is important to get. I just want to get some legal clearance on what I'm about to do. Um, Jeez. If there is a okay, because there's. If there's a court case, a high-profile court case... Oh, my God. There's often, like, a gag order for the press, right? Yeah, Not allowed to comment on it. But can you comment on um, that person <laughs> unrelated, say, to the court case? <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm not saying anything about that. You just do what you need to do. Well, hold on. I'm. I want to know what mm-hmm. are you talking about. I think I, I'm just going to lay out my investigation and a lot of evidence that I've found, oh my and then God. you can tell me at the end whether or not you agree. I'll be okay. shocked if this ends up in the podcast. <laughs> As a listener, if you're hearing this, somebody's made a mistake in the edit. You should not be hearing this. And before he even starts. I'm so sorry. Nathan and, and I had nothing to do with any <laughs> yeah, of this. If anyone's going down, it should be Reedan. Go on, Reedan. Floor's yours. <laughs> okay. 
I'm going to have fun regardless. Um, in the early 2000s, when Harry Potter first came out, there was somewhat... Sorry, came out. <laughs> came out, was released. Out of the closet, I'm just sad. Uh, there was somewhat of a culture war um, within the Catholic Church. And oh, the Catholic Church no. is wondering... For fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, no. What are the consequences for, you know, Catholicism in a world where, in pop culture, where suddenly you know, appreciating, you know, witchcraft and occult practices and that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah like yeah. that. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Um, <laughs> there's that documentary about those kids going to Bible camp. And I just remember that there's this fat, like, preacher going, warlocks are not heroes. <laughs> warlocks are not heroes. <laughs> well, Nathan, that's exactly what I'm talking about because Julian Porteous, who was the auxiliary bishop of Sydney, um, he was more on the fundamentalist side of things and right. he would warn that pursuing such, you know, alternative thing, re- even relaxation techniques, things like yoga, um, Reiki massages and Tai Chi. Now that may encourage experimentation with what he said were dark and deep spiritual ideas and traditions. Um, and then he what? also um, was very mm, troubled, I guess, by the Harry Potter books, which he said are attractive to adolescents and can be innocent enough However, they open up a fascination with this mysterious world and invite exploration of various phenomena through the use of occult practices like seances. So, I mean, correct me, listeners, if I'm wrong, but I don't think there are any seances in the Harry Potter. No, but it might encourage them. But we, so. we did a seance one time. Yeah. On a, <laughs> for fans of our old podcast, uh, yeah, you might remember the time we did a seance. Oh, that's and, right. And spoke to it. We met a ghost called Juan. We, yeah. <laughs> And we read Harry Potter books, so did we? there you go. Maybe point you, proved. Maybe Julian Porteous has a good point. And I did oh, a l- right. little bit of digging. Is there something in the Bible to back this up? Yes, there is. You read the Bible? <laughs> the whole thing cover to cover. I think maybe we can go through it page by page later. Oh, my. <laughs> that would be... Um, what a lot of fun that would be. Deuteronomy 18, verse 9 to 12. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn... To imitate the detestable ways of the nations here. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist or who consults the dead. What Andrew, is this? What is happening right now? <laughs> Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Stop Lord. Pointing at me. Because <laughs> of the same detestable practices, the Lord your God would drive out that, those nations before you. So- Rudin is standing on a table right now <laughs> shouting Bible verses. He's got a Vein popping out of his head. He's just red in the face. That's the fundamentalist school of thought. But there's sure. a more... So, sorry, this is the fundamentalist school of thought about Harry Potter. Harry Potter in yeah, the Catholic right. Church. Not the entire fundamentalism. But there is a more moderate faction. Um, well, of Harry Potter, um, you know, voices. Yes. Yeah, so, um, for example, Cardinal George Pell, a former Archbishop of Sydney, wrote <laughs> um, in his 2007 review of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, Harry Potter fits the bill as a hero. He also appeals to good young Christians. He also, um, in his 2004 book, Be Not Afraid, he says in regarding the Harry Potter phenomenon, there is a good dose of moral truth in the Harry Potter book and film, and it's a great yarn. In 2001, from the Melbourne Express, George Pell wrote, it's important for all of us to, talking about Harry Potter, and children to learn that good and evil are real spiritual forces. Some Christians have criticised both the book and the film as giving respectability to witchcraft, to the occult world of good and bad magic. To my mind, there is not much danger of this because of the, wor- the world of fantasy is so extreme, such a clever and unusual stimulation of the imagination. It's clearly unreal, interesting, and totally peculiar. This is 
like George the Bible. Powell said that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so I think the evidence is really clear, guys. Wow. What are you going to say? George Pell's a wizard. No. Or he's a potophile. George Pell is a potophile. <laughs> he clearly is, though, isn't he? Yeah, he the likes Harry Potter. The evidence yep. before me is yep. clear that George Pell is a supporter of Harry Potter. Case he loves the Harry Potter books. Case closed. I have to agree. <laughs> There's no question. There's no question. By our definition <laughs> of a potophile, which we've stated clearly, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> the Cardinal George Pell is undeniably a raging potophile. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the book at him. It's a, he's a Potiphar. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Throw it at him because he loves it. Because he loves it. <laughs> he'll read it. Throw he'll it at him. It. I'm so scared. All right, maybe. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck me. So this is going to be the last podcast of the Harry Potter podcast. Do we need to take a minute and come back? Oh, fuck. Wow. That was good investigative <laughs> journalism. It genuinely was. I think, I mean, we're all looking at Nathan. That's fine, isn't it? He is a, he's a potophile. He's a potophile. Yeah. Plain and simple. Says nothing else. Case closed. Case closed. Case yeah. closed. Full stop. No gag order needed for this case. <laughs> Nathan's waving his hands, indicating the full stop should... <laughs> Apply to us as well That we should stop saying things No, not at all I mean Can we actually take just a one second Yeah, sure Alright, we'll be back in a sec Alright, alright, we're back Good lord Just needed a uh, Cold glass of water after that. We just needed to contact our legal counsel. <laughs> you know what? I have to say, that is the first time I would ever say that was good investigative journalism, yeah. Reading. Give him so a Pulitzer. Much. Bravo. <laughs> We've uncovered it. That's what everyone wanted to know. All right. It's probably about time. We've got a few things we need to cover off. So let's uh, start to wrap things up, I think. Yep. So maybe the first thing we should talk about is uh, the Batuta Advocate. <sighs> just... <laughs> Forgot about those dickheads. <laughs> Just we got dude. beef. We got beef, dude. We got our first beef. We got nothing to lose. No, this, literally nothing. So, uh, for those who haven't followed our Facebook page, and you should follow our Facebook page, there's quite a lot of good content. You get to see Nathan's awful drawings that he does. Um, <laughs> so, uh, follow us on there. Uh, a lot of a lot of the podophiles um, were messaging us during the week about. Uh, the Batuta Advocate stealing one a bit of content from the last pod, uh, word for word. You couldn't arrive independently at that joke. But this is the thing. It like, was so out of the way. Like, we wait. should clarify what it is. Firstly, yeah. firstly, everyone would know who the Batuta Advocate is, right? They're, they're massive. Well, not if they're not in Australia. It's a satirical. They're kind of like the Onion of Australia. Yeah. yeah. They're actually very funny. But yeah, I really like them. <laughs> I really liked them. I really everyone liked does. them. Um, so what was it? so last week we were talking about obviously um, McGonagall and uh, Dumbledore getting on the bags and all these things and we we wondered uh, in light of you know Gladys Berejiklian's sort of uh, hardline stance on drug taking and drug culture in Sydney I wonder if there was any uh, pill testing at the Triwizard Tournament or the after party you know or the or at the ball right yes now I would say that is a very specific <laughs> very specific joke and it. In order to get to that joke, you had to go down an, a rabbit hole of just 
nonsense and of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of course, course there's no drug taking in Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> That's preposterous. Yeah, that it only... <laughs> But the thing is, it's not like Harry Potter is even in the zeitgeist at all. Like, it's not like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. even if, like, that is such a specific joke about Harry Potter, but it's not like Harry Potter is even, like, popular or no. anything right now. <laughs> otherwise, we'd be famous. Well, <laughs> otherwise, exactly. I guess there'd be a reason to do a podcast like this. <laughs> um, but do you have the headline there, Reid? Yeah, I'll- so it's JK Rowling comes out to clarify they had pill testing at Triwizard Tournament after party, which is, like, word for word, literally word for word. And I guess that's the other thing is... If you're going to steal our stuff, which is fine and kind of flattering, really, because why are you listening to us? But <laughs> if you are, like, just change it a little bit. Like, just don't <laughs> yeah, make it yeah. about the Triwizard Tournament. Just it could have been any other party in the Harry Potter universe. To steal that specific thing that we spoke about is kind of... Uh, <laughs> and steal, steal stuff from better people. Well, yeah. <laughs> We're not good. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, well, number one, that... <laughs> Number two, if you're going to steal from us, steal better stuff. I mean, my, my ha- we've got some good stuff. We did some, <laughs> we did some funny stuff. Um, I remember my my housemate Tim. He was one of the one of the potophiles who sent in uh, the thing to me and said, "Oh, look, they ripped you off." He said, "It does. It's not even very funny outside of the context of a <laughs> Harry Potter podcast. Like it's, it's sort of quite. It's not their best. Yeah." So, no, it's um, a reci- stealing from us is a recipe for, f- for failure because it hasn't got us anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah. Look> at <laughs> us. It's got us nowhere. So just it's more a cautionary warning for the Batuta advocate. Yeah. So yeah. a little, a little, a little. Um, I guess you know, is it a rap on the knuckles? Yeah, yeah a slap little, on the wrist. Yeah, a little slap on the wrist for them. Like you know, we caught you, we see you, but also just. More importantly, guys, you know, you've you've this is important to you. You this is your livelihood, most likely. <laughs> I think you can do better than ripping us <laughs> off. Negative ten points from Batuta House, <laughs> from the Batuta House or whatever. Uh, um, but it does sound like there's a bit of a potophile problem in Batuta. <laughs> 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 Maybe do I have to do some more investigative journalism. Yeah, you better look into that. Uh, okay, moving so, on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, oh, well, that's right. We're going to play a game. Uh, Tom, riddle me that. Tom, riddle me this. Is it Tom Riddle Me This or Tom Riddle Me Riddle that? Me That. Riddle Me This. Riddle Me That. See, we've actually... There was some controversy during the week about this. Yeah. A few people said, isn't it Tom Riddle Me This? Some other people, upon hearing that, said, no, it should be Tom Riddle Me That, which is what I thought it was. You know what the answer is? What? If you say the catchphrase before the riddle, it's Tom Riddle Me This. So you say, Tom Riddle Me oh, This, and then so you say true. the riddle. But if you say the riddle first and then say the catchphrase, it's Tom Riddle Me That. That's exactly correct. You're so right. we were all right. <laughs> The only people who were wrong, and this is kind of how I feel about everything in life, the only people who were actually wrong were the people who cared. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, we were going to do a poll, I think, to say well, what's the right thing, but I think we just cracked it, so let's not bother. <laughs> um, but go, if, if you haven't seen our um, Facebook page, we've been plugging it a couple of times today. Go on there, because Nathan, I've, I was doing a bit of a clean out of my house the other day, and I found... Oh, uh, you Marie Kondoing. I was No, I was not Marie Kondoing. I was just cleaning. Oh. And um, I She was didn't invent cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, before her, like, just left shit everywhere. <laughs> we had to magic it away. Um, uh, but I found a drawing, a, a bit of a relic, from the very first episode we did, I think, where Nathan did a whole bunch of drawings, so... You know, Nathan does a drawing for every page we do, and I found a few of his little sketches, and I thought, well, 
number one, I have no idea who any of these <laughs> characters from the Harry Potter universe are. Uh, and number two, this is great content. So we posted a picture of Nathan's drawings. And if you can write in with who the hell they are meant to be, uh, and it's harder than it sounds, um, you'll win. What do you win? Oh, that's right. Nathan will draw you or something. What yeah, he'll draw you as a wizard. He'll draw you as a wizard or, or anything you like. You can tell us what you want him to draw. He'll draw it for you. Well, within the Harry Potter realm, I think. I well, we'll make it magic. Draw me as a cat. No, that doesn't make any sense. Well, he can do that if he wants. A few clues. Um, yeah. Don't think too hard. Like, don't overthink it. Don't look for hidden meanings. <laughs> there are none. Yeah, they're very... Um, your guess is actually as good as ours. <laughs> yeah, is, is that something... Um, we don't know what some of them are. Well, we, I think we it cracked took some it figuring out. Oh, me you guys Nathan, figured it me out? Me and Nathan met up yesterday and had a bit of a think about what they are. <laughs> Did you meet up just to do that? <laughs> no, not just to do that. We just happened to be... We need to decipher these ancient artifacts. <laughs> so anyway, that was th- that's going to be the very first um, Tom Riddle Me That. Very good. Is that a riddle? And I think we'll read out some of the Whatever. answers maybe on the next pod. We've yeah. got a few entries so far. Yeah, so. good idea. Yeah, we'll read out the answers on the next on the next pod. And uh, yeah, so so get around that. All right, finally. Oh, Reedan's getting a phone call. Is it a magical phone call? No. Is it an important phone call? Yeah. It's all right. We'll wrap Better up. Better wrap this up then. <laughs> okay, so um, word of the week. Oh, yeah. Have you got your game? Have you got your, your jingle? Yeah, ready, yeah. A lot of positive feedback for the uh, Nathan's jingle for word of the week, by the way. Okay, here is the famous jingle. There's more. Oh my god! I love it. Can you play that again? Wait, I want to a, it's a remix. It's oh a re- yeah, big time. That's a remix. So that's the second verse. Just is when it? you think you know it's coming, <laughs> something magical like that happens. What the fuck? <laughs> it was that again. Wait, who's 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 that one? Snigman. Yes. No, Slytherin. Oh, Slytherin. Slytherin. Sigman. Dumby, Dumby. No, no it's it Vernon. Dudley. It was. Oh, was it Although Dudley? Although I, I realize I did that mistake where we call him Vernon Dudley all the time. <laughs> that one was Dudley. Dudley Vernon loves rugby. <laughs> Oh my the next one arrived with Brisbane. Yeah, Slytherin. 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 Oh, right. Let's go to Brisbane. And Not your best one. <laughs> Definitely one of your funnier ones. <laughs> I liked it. Musically and lyrically, not great, but comedy once again, wise, let's, let's finish this stupid... Very long um, prelude thing. to this second. All right, everyone got, their, everyone got their word? Sure. Three, two, one. Faithful. Good. Okay, now... Um, <laughs> Let's go to Brisbane. <laughs> Are we going to rate the page out of the page number? Bring oh, that yeah, oh, we're yeah, supposed yeah, to do yeah, that. That's something we forgot about. Oh, God. Okay, fine. So, what is it? 13? Page yeah. 13? Three. Um, what did you say? I said three. Yeah, yeah two maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll go with a one. <laughs> let's, let's give it a two. Two out of 13. Two out of 13. Very poor. And uh, we need a name. Oh, I really liked... Um, What's Harry's band? The boy. Again? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what say you? What have you? What have you? Harry Potter and what have Harry you? Harry Potter and Harry Potter and the what, what have you? Harry Potter and the what have you play Wembley? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what have you play Wembley? <laughs> uh, I think that's it, isn't it? Cool. Yeah. 
thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate um, all the love and, uh, you know, you telling your friends and stuff. So keep doing that. Give us a review on iTunes and um, we'll catch you next week. For more paging, Mr. Potter. <laughs> For a little more paging, Mr. Potter. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Love you.